Welcome back to the Colorado Springs Business Podcast. My name is Andrew Hasley, and I have a face mask on. <laughs> I'm sitting here with Robert Decker, <laughs> and uh, he runs Kingdom Fit, which is like a fitness... Uh, yeah, uh, go ahead, and we'll have you explain it just a little bit. Usually I do the ads here, but I'll have you explain your uh, a business a little bit real quick. Yeah, I'm a personal trainer and health coach that's heavily involved in, in mental health, and uh, I run a personal training studio out of my home. Um, I've created a sanctuary for those that need mentorship, one-on-one um, -on -one training. Um, you know, um, I'm just there to help lift people up, get them stronger physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Awesome. All right, cool. So I'm going to go ahead and read the ad. The ad is the advertising space right here. If you want me promoting your business at the beginning of every episode, reach out to the Colorado Springs Business Podcast to make that happen. All right, let's get on with the show and Chuck. Roll the intro music. Roll it. This is a show where we have real conversations with the business owners and entrepreneurs here in Colorado Springs, doing things in the community of Colorado Springs. All right, Robert. So how's, how's it been? It's been pretty good, man. I've been um, I've been pretty busy, you know, with with the business, the ministry, um, you know, getting invited to work for a psychotherapist within the mental health realm and bringing my life experiences, my recovery, my physical fitness to that realm. Um, my daughter's about to be one years old on Friday. Nice. Three year old son. So yeah, there's a lot going on, man. Mm -hmm. You know, staying busy for sure. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. So let's uh, uh, dive in a little bit to, to your business. And uh, I know you've been on the show before. So yes. if you guys want to listen to Robert in, at his house, uh, <laughs> you can do that. Right. <laughs> that was before we got the got the studio location. Yeah. We're, me and him were actually sitting on uh, exercise balls, I think. <laughs> we were, we were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we were just using a phone to record. We didn't oh, yeah. have all this cool equipment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what's cool is we're even getting some cooler equipment. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll have to be back again then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so let's uh kind of just revisit that, like how, yeah. how you got started in the fitness world and then how you got started in your own business. Yeah, well, so fitness for me was always an outlet, you know, being a an angry child, um, an angry young man, I used fitness as a avenue to kind of relieve some of those stresses and some of those pressures. And, and then it formed into a pretty good habit along with sports. Um, when I was... 29 years old, I ended uh, trying to take my own life. Mm -hmm. And when I did that, I ended up breaking my back, both my arms and collapsing my lungs. I was told I would never walk again in the event that I did, I'd be highly medicated and I'd be living off of a disability. Well, at that time I had realized that there was a much greater purpose for my life because I survived. So I was on a mission to rehabilitate myself to get emotionally, physically, spiritually, and mentally sound. And so over the next three to five years, I spent all that time just working on myself to get to that place where I could help others. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much what has led us to today. That was, you know, 13 years ago. Um, and I just, I mean, Kingdom Fit is roughly uh, a year old. I know that there's a lot of broken young men in this community. I know there's people that have suffered major injuries like myself that have basically thrown in the towel. They've been told that they've 
will be medicated for the rest of their lives. And um, I just want you to know that isn't necessarily always the truth at all. Um, sometimes we have to fight the good fight of faith and fitness and mental health and push forward so that we can live a healthier lifestyle. And that's what I'm here to promote. Sweet. So faith is a big part of the business. Apparently it's in the name. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's it, faith is, is my foundation. I think without my faith that um, I probably wouldn't be where I was physically, mm -hmm. emotionally, mentally, um, that my faith carried me through so much. Mm -hmm. um, and now I just try to share that with others. If that's the opportunity that's given to me, you know, a lot of times uh, there can be a misconception of, you know, here's this Christian fitness guy, like, you know, you're not coming to my house to go to church and mm -hmm. hear a bunch of sermons unless that's what you want to do. If that's what you want to talk about, great. Um, you know, I have like this open door, open arm policy, and I want people from all walks of life to be able to walk through those doors and to feel comfortable and to know that that is a safe place for them, that they can open up about absolutely anything. Um, and if the faith comes up and they want to know more about why I'm so strong in mind, then I am more than happy to share. Sweet. Yeah. 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 So, so what was that like uh, starting out? <laughs> my business or walking again <laughs> uh, let's start there <laughs> walking again um painful mm -hmm. you know it was i was pretty confident that i would walk again um that was just the sense that i got when i was in the hospital when i was going through everything um but it was definitely a fight you know there was many days where it was hard to get out of bed and the pain was so atrocious it didn't matter how many pain medications I was taking at the time. Were you still in that mindset too when you jumped through the window or did that change almost instantly? Um, well, it was a process. I think that when I jumped out of the window, my I just was in a bad mind. You mm -hmm. know, my mindset, the, the place that I was in my head was just, it wasn't healthy. It wasn't okay. I put myself in some very compromised situations, um, hung out with some very um, compromised individuals, but that's just the direction that my life had headed. And mm -hmm. those were the choices I was making when I was in a, in a hospital, you know, spending so much time alone and, and just meditating and, and talking to God about things. Like I started to really understand that there was greater purpose for my life. And, mm -hmm. and so when I started walking, um, it took a lot of faith. It took faith to throw my feet on the side of the bed just to stand up. And there were so many days where, I mean, I broke down crying because I went from what I thought was healthy, mm -hmm. right? Um, this healthy individual that played sports, lifted weights, right? To a guy that couldn't even feed himself or, mm -hmm. or walk, right? Um, so it took a, a lot of faith to be able to put my feet on the, that floor and just put one foot in front of the other because some days were really good and some days were really bad. And that was, that was quite a process. But that's, I think when you look at our lives and you look at trauma and you look at mental health, a lot of times those footsteps are very painful. And sometimes it does feel like you take a couple steps back or it takes you out for a couple days. Mm -hmm. And so that is kind of a mindset that I apply to my business and my ministry and, and working in mental health and helping people because it's not smooth sailing. When you rip the Band-Aid off of, of something, it doesn't always feel good. But a lot of times you have to rip that Band-Aid off. So let's just... Uh Start from uh, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good, Andrew. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing good. <laughs> right? So, uh, 
this is a take two of, of the interview. I'm gonna let people know I like that realness. Right. Uh, we're we're redoing this, the the interview because uh, this thing the batteries died. We're getting new equipment here soon. So excited for that. Uh, <laughs> shout, shout out to Diego. Right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, let's 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 let the people know how you're doing. I guess because we already know how you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing real well, man. I, life is good and and. Um... You know, there's a lot of really awesome stuff to come in my life mm -hmm. and a lot of cool things going on. So I'm just excited, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's let's uh, talk about your, your business a little bit and uh, we'll just try to keep this uh, live and juicy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So Kingdom Fit was really spawned from my personal experiences of um, a failed suicide attempt that led to broken arms, collapsed lung, broken back. I had to learn how to walk again. I had to get off of all the pain medication. I had to get off a of disability. And in my process um, of healing, I knew that at some point I was going to create a, a gym, a ministry, a business that brought together my faith and my fitness um, to bring people to a, a healthier mindset, um, healthier spiritually, mentally, emotionally. And what I do is I use a lot of my education through fitness, my personal experience through the trigger point massage mm -hmm. and um, rehabilitation, physical therapy. Um, and I just kind of bring it all together into one place and I'm able to help a lot of people, especially with a lot of the the trauma that took place that led up to that moment mm -hmm. of what I did, what I did. And so um, I'm able to package it and relate with a lot of people because my story, my walk resonates with a lot of people. And so I'm able just to help. Mm -hmm. And that's and that's what Kingdom Fit really is. It was really, you know, comes out of my life and how fitness played such a significant role in all that. Mm -hmm. So so how long have you been in business? Roughly a year. Okay. You know, roughly a year. When, when we moved out here from... California. Um, I worked at a big corporate gym, mm -hmm. but my heart the whole time was to go off on my own mm -hmm. and create my own thing because you have limits when it comes to working for a corporation. And so um, I wanted to be outside of those limits so that I had free range on helping people the way that I wanted to mm -hmm. be helped because I knew how I needed to be helped. And so um, I worked there for about eight months. One day I was like, this is it. I need to put everything into Kingdom Fit because I couldn't do both at the same time and raise a young family. And and so, yeah, so about a year. That was Sweet. like the long-winded version of how long have you been in business? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so I liked uh, our conversation, the part in it where we were talking about how you've been able to accelerate your business in an industry that got affected badly by COVID. And like, it's going to be weird re-talking about everything okay. we just talked about. Yeah, but... it's, it's like, well, it's not going to be for verbatim, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, um, it actually opened up opportunity for me. Mm -hmm. it, it gave me um, a chance to give back to the community. You know, when everything shut down, I was able to open up my doors. We had rules about coming in, how long you could stay, cleanliness, all of it, right? Mm -hmm. Making your appointments and... And so what it did is it allowed me to meet a lot of new people. Mm -hmm. um, because these people can't, couldn't go to their gym no more. Right. And for me, the drive behind keeping it open was not monetary by any means. It was mm -hmm. mental health. Mm -hmm. 
I know how much physical fitness played a role in my mental health. And so I knew there were more people like me out there that needed um, that. So I kept my doors open. And in turn, we received, you know, money and donations. I picked up some extra training. And then it, you know, word got word got around and, you know, I got a couple of TV spots and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, actually, what I didn't mention last time is that someone heard me get a shout out on a country radio station. I don't even listen to country, man. Oh, nice. <laughs> right? At least I don't listen to country in public when, you know, oh, people yeah. are around here. <laughs> but no, yeah, it was cool. Like my, you know, what I was doing for the community was getting out there. And mm-hmm. so... Um, yeah, it did. It really opened the door for me. And, you know, now it's opened up another door to where, you know, I'll be working with a psychotherapist and his team in the mental health realm, bringing my personal experiences, trauma, physical fitness, yes. health, all of it, like just bringing it all to the table mm-hmm. so that I can help people that are in earlier stages of their journey, Mm -hmm. you know, the stuff that I got through and give them a little bit of guidance and like, this is the importance of health and nutrition and sleep Mm -hmm. and rest and recovery um, and being spiritually sound, you Mm -hmm. know, having some form of faith, something that's much greater than you. Yeah. Um, Just bringing that all to the table so that I can help people get through their recovery a Mm -hmm. little bit easier. And you, you were physically fit when you, uh, you know, attempted suicide, yes. right? Yes, and, yes. And so it's, there's more to it than just being physically fit, right? Correct. <laughs> yeah, well, it's all, it's, it's a lot of mental. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot of mental. The physical fitness portion of it for me was an outlet. And even at the time, and I think that's a great question because at the time I used f- physical fitness as an avenue to release anger, but also there was an illusion that was involved with it. So if you looked healthy, everything seemed to be okay, Mm. right? Oh, you know, the guys admired you, the girls loved you, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But I was like so unphysically fit or spiritually fit Mm -hmm. on the inside. And when I jumped headfirst out of that window, I was 215 pounds, solid muscle. I look like like a a, a linebacker for Mm -hmm. a semi-pro football team. Um, Within three weeks, my, my body atrophied to about 160. So in three weeks, I lost like 50, 60 pounds of muscle. I couldn't eat. I was in pain. I couldn't move. I couldn't feed myself. None of it. But that started the journey Mm -hmm. to becoming spiritually strong, um, getting rid of some of the the childhood trauma that Mm -hmm. had been lingering over me. And you don't even realize how much of your childhood does linger over you Mm. until you're like face to face with a lot of that stuff. For sure. And so me being broken actually forced me to address those things. But then I also was on this mission, like, you know, I was told. And by broken, you mean literally broken. Oh, literally (laughs) broken. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I had to learn how to walk again. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, from being a guy that was playing softball and basketball and lifting weights on a regular occasion or a regular, um, just regularly, um, that was all stripped away from me, mm-hmm. but that's all I, I really had going for me because I think in, you know, all the other times I was drinking and using, mm-hmm. and, um, I was, you know, bandaging myself and, and, um, slowly killing myself. Is you what think like if, like, if that's being your main thing in life and you had that stripped away from you, 
that would that could have like even been even worse but somehow you were able to turn it around like that's that's yeah. amazing <laughs> well you know what happened was is i realized that there was purpose for my life mm -hmm. um i believe that we all have purpose for our life and sometimes we don't see that purpose and you know, a lot of people are like, well, I don't think God loves me or, you know, like my parents don't love me. People don't love me. I can't, you know, hold a job or be in a good relationship. My financials or finances are, you know, in a debacle. Um, you know, the decisions we make, you know, and the things that we take so personally and, and, and heartfelt. And I just realized that there was a reason. And I didn't know that reason at the time, but I knew that I had to start walking in that purpose and in that reason. Um, so that I could see what was on the other side. And I think one of the most beautiful parts of that is the actual journey. Mm -hmm. It's not where I am today, which is really cool too, but it's going through that journey and getting healing and being able to forgive my family and to understand why I did the things I did and why I medicated myself and all that kind of stuff. And to be able to see it hind hindsight 2020, because mm -hmm. in that moment you don't. Mm -hmm. I can look back on it now and be like, oh, that all makes sense, you mm -hmm. know? You know, breaking my back and jumping out of that window, strangely enough, was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Would you suggest it? Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> I, I just hope there's an easier way yeah, for no, everyone 100 Right? And maybe but, that's what you're doing is but, to try to prevent that. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that was my lesson to be learned. And obviously, that's just how I had to learn my lesson. Um, but now I want to take everything that I've learned in that journey through faith and physical fitness and mental health. And I want to hand that over to other people because though I had a lot of great people around me, I just don't think a lot of them could understand my mindset or where I was coming from mm -hmm. um, because they didn't live my life. You know, it's very interesting because I've talked to kids that were suicidal. One actually had a gun to his head the day that I met him. And mm. I and I and I ran into him at a church. First time I'd ever visited that church, and the pastor comes up to me and says, "Hey, this kid just walked through the doors. He wants to kill himself." So I start talking to the young man, and all of a sudden, like everything that had happened to me in my life, kind of started coming to surface. And so I started talking to the young man, and the young man was like, "Man, I thought I was the only one because we do feel alone." Mm -hmm. I think what leads us to make a lot of the choices, especially when you're talking about suicide, is hopelessness and loneliness, right? Mm -hmm. And um, you know, into our conversation, he goes, I just want to let you know that I had a gun to my head and something told me that I needed to go to a, to a church. Mm -hmm. And he ended up um, going to three. They were all closed, told himself, hey, it's over for me if this last church isn't open. And that was my first night ever going to check out that, that um, church. And uh, I walked in, pastor grabs me, knew my story, introduced me to that young man. Well, mm -hmm. now that young man's doing really well. Um, but in that moment, he was so alone and death felt like his only option. Mm -hmm. And I know that feeling. Mm -hmm. um, it's not your only option. And and that's, you know, a lot of kingdom fit um, is fueled off of helping people that is so broken. It's more than physical fitness. Physical fitness is amazing for the physiological mm -hmm. Im impact that it makes on the brain so that you can think clearer, be happier, right? Um, but there's just so much more because even fitness can be very temporary. You know, you get the workout in and you're done and then you're going back into your regular way of living, mm -hmm. you know, and then you're impacted by those thoughts and your environment. And so to be able to spend time with people and create new ways and thoughts and get freedom from their past is 
you know, a catalyst of why I do what I do. Mm-hmm. Sweet. I, was, I had a thought, but then it went away. <laughs> oh, if Hopefully it comes back, man. Because I knew it was going to be it, a good thought. <laughs> it, was, it, it was. It definitely was. <laughs> so... We we discussed a little bit about uh, you hiring other people and what your thoughts about this and kind of you know where you're at right now is is this is kind of like a personal brand for you yes and so but potentially uh, down the line maybe uh, are you wanting to hire other people and expand your team and well I think as of um, right now it's like it is where it is and it's perfect in the moment mm-hmm. but as I grow and develop and re- reach out to different realms and demographics you know that's going to give me an opportunity to, to touch and reach more people and so I would never be opposed to like-minded individuals coming in that have the same heart had mm-hmm. a bunch of their own personal experiences you know faith and fitness help them get them through right um and to be able to create a team of people that mm-hmm. want to go out into a community and help others. I for mean, sure. I would be all for it, man. Yeah. Um, as of right now, I think that's even a lot to think about because, mm-hmm. you know, just trying to get the the, the train rolling for myself has mm-hmm. been a lot of work, you know, because I am newer to the area. Yeah. You know, I mean. And you're newer to business too, right? I am, yeah. very. So one year in business and my second year here in the mm-hmm. springs this month. Yeah. We actually got here. What's today? Is today 18th? I have so, no idea. So today is <laughs> yeah, two I think years. So, yeah. Two years today. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Pretty cool, Andrew. Yeah. Look at you. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. two years to, uh, today is when we got to Colorado Springs. And so with that, you know, it takes time to build re- relationships, get to know people, mm-hmm. put your name out there, you know. Um, I think one of the things most of us deal with are trust issues, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you're going out, hey, I'm willing to do this and I can do that, um, you know, people still have to take time to get to know you and build a relationship with you so that they can trust you, Mm -hmm. you know, because I think trust is a sensitive um, characteristic in these times. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right? You know, what can you trust these days? You know, so... I don't want to be the the guy to burn anybody. I want to have genuine relationships mm-hmm. with people because I truly believe that transformation takes place through love and relationship. Mm-hmm. And so I want to be able to have that for people and them have it for me so there can be a connection so change can happen. Sweet. I did remember what I was thinking that. Get it. <laughs> come back, man. <laughs> uh, so if you were to break your business down into the pieces, because it's multiple pieces, yeah. how would you break that down? Um, there's the fitness business. There's the ministry. Mm-hmm. And then there's the mental health okay. component of it. Um, but then there's mentorship, too. You know, I currently work with a young man who is going through some stuff mm-hmm. um, and his mom sent him my way um he was just going through a lot of troubles and he just needed some direction and um him being able to come and train with me we could work on the physical stuff which is he needed it but the mental you know and and the spiritual stuff as well um that's amazing Mm -hmm. and i know that when before we got cut off by you yeah (laughs) (laughs) right over here Battery's dying. Yeah. I should have checked it before I started. <laughs> it's all good, man. Yeah. Um, we keep it real here in the studio. Yes. <laughs> um, but I had a young man back home who, you know. And it's still going, right? 
Yeah, we're okay. good. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say twice and now it's like... Right? We're good. Um, but yeah, I have a, a young man back home who ended up in a, a psych ward based on a lot of the stuff that was going on in his personal life and the stuff that goes on in this world today. And um, while he was there, I was able to reach out to him. And now we're able to do... Um, you know, some conference stuff and Zoom mm-hmm. and, and training and stuff like that. And, and um, you know, re, rebuild our relationship, his fondness for fitness and, you know, just to have that relationship. And so that if those troubling times start to occur again, mm-hmm. he has his go-to guy, you know, and, and I love being the go-to guy, you know, um, yeah. because... I really needed a go-to guy myself. For sure. And I had great people, loving people around me. Um, I just don't think that a lot of them understood what was going on in my head. Um, Because, you know, you talk about suicide. You know, for me that night that it happened, it was a perfect storm of events that led for me to do what I did. Mm -hmm. I I did it out of fear and confusion. But it started at such a young age. It started, you know, it's something that grows and grows and mm-hmm. grows and grows. And eventually when that time comes, it's kind of like the easy choice because you've spent so much time, you know, meditating on that. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened to me. And and so, you know, if we can nip that at the bud, uh, you know, early on and, and give people support and love and understanding, um, I think we'll be in a better place because, you know, a lot of times parents don't even understand some of the stuff that their kids go through For sure. because maybe they didn't go through it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's crazy how we all filter information and situations and experiences different. You can take two people that grew up in the same house with the same parents, have the same experience. Twins. but they Yeah, <laughs> but they respond in two completely different mm-hmm. ways. Right. So a lot of times you don't know how people are going to filter stuff. Yeah. You know, because it's uh, it's the biology and the way our brain works, yeah. <laughs> or how that person's brain works. That's what I mean. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's how their brain works. You know, their perspectives are. Yeah, it's 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 interesting how perspectives are. Have you seen those things with the the Yanni and the the Laurel? No. Uh, there's there's an audio waveform. Uh, it's the same waveform. It's not changed. Some people hear Yanni and some people hear Laurel. Laurel. So I've seen the yeah. whole like thing on Facebook where the they show thing? you the shoe. Oh, the shoe, yeah. That, that like some people see pink and some people see blue yeah. or something. It's so interesting because that I, I use that as like a baseboard of how easily we can mis- misinterpret someone's thoughts. Right. Like if, if it's so basic as a color, when we all know what a color oh. is, just imagine like complex thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> when things get more complex, like you don't know how people are going to handle yeah. any of that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know? And so, yeah, we don't even, most of us can't even figure out or help people out in the most simplistic forms, yeah. right? Let alone get a little bit deeper. Yeah, for you know? sure. And it's tough. You know, I, I'm a parent. So, you know, a lot of times your own personal stuff gets involved mm-hmm. when you're looking at your kids, you know? Because I think sometimes parents will, you know, they could go into denial or they could take something person personal themselves. Mm-hmm. They're not always thinking with, you know, what's really best for the child, but what how does that make me look or how mm-hmm. does that make me feel? For sure. And I think people, and I just think that's the nature of, of, of humans, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'm not bagging parents that do that. I'm just saying that, you know, that's just how we are mm-hmm. as a kind. We are humans and, <laughs> right. and, and it happens. You and know? some people are equipped with more empathy. So they're able to ca- ca- get that. Yeah. Uh, and that's, uh, that's a part of your, your, like your brain psychology too, as well as like, 
some people have a bigger and more sensitive to empathy than others yeah. and it's just how they're wired and yeah. and also with other other things like uh you know anger and all these other emotions that we can experience <laughs> well i think a lot of times it's you know what you've learned in your home mm-hmm. but your your personal experiences will draw a lot of empathy like i start seeing these young men because i was a young man right and i and i see what they're going through and i can have empathy for that mm-hmm. because i'm like man i was there i get it i understand that like you know um i felt so alone and depressed and i and i understood those things because mm-hmm. i had personally been there myself and so for me to 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 work with people like that going mm-hmm. through those things it's a little bit easier because i actually I almost feel what they're going through mm-hmm. because everything that i've been through kind of surfaces but now that i'm i can deal with it you know for um, sure it's different so now i can help people go through it so um yeah I, you know just to be able to help people through those moments mm-hmm. is um, it's key. Mm-hmm. So you, uh, do you usually end up, uh, I guess, becoming friends with your clients? Always. Okay. Always. <laughs> it's always about the relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if you just want a boot camp instructor to bark instruction at you, like mm-hmm. that's what you're hiring Hire me David for. Goggins. <laughs> right, right, dude, that guy's nuts. Yeah, <laughs> that guy's next level. But, but yeah, I mean, if if that's what you need, like I could totally be that guy. But truth is, is for me, it's always about the relationship. It's it's about being personal. It's about building trust. Like, I'm not there just to murder you, you yeah. know? <laughs> I mean, we we get some pretty gnarly workouts in, mm-hmm. you know, but um, but that's not my main objective. My, my main objective is for the deeper things in life because I know that you can have a strong mindset. You know, when I was going through all my stuff, I was very good at sales. So mm-hmm. if I stuck my mind to something, I could still excel at it. Mm-hmm. So my mindset was still strong in that area. But also that mindset was a distraction or something that I developed in order to kind of push the other stuff aside, right? Um, like the bad stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and finding my value in, um, in being the number one sales guy, right? Mm-hmm. My value because I needed for people to look up to me because I needed that, right? Um, but I wasn't dealing with the mm-hmm. other stuff for sure right so i mean um the mind is a very interesting place oh yeah yeah absolutely it's a palace <laughs> yeah it is it's got plenty of rooms man. yeah <laughs> well sweet uh i guess we could start wrapping it up uh i think you ended the show on the last take pretty well uh yeah. do you think you can do it twice let's see <laughs> um so you throw out the question all right what's what what do you want people to know about your business you know, ultimately, it's a it's a it's a, a business of relationship and love, and you know we're there to learn and grow and build together. You know, I'm big on being supportive and a mentor, and so if there are people out there that have, you know, there's high school young men, it just I relate to them better mm-hmm. only because you know that's what I am, and so um, but to be able to work with them through a lot of the stuff that they're going through. Sometimes we don't have fathers or fathers around, but they're still absent, Um, you know, trouble connecting with family. Like, you know, I could be that outside source. I also know people that have had severe injuries that have been told, you know, hey, you're not gonna do this, you're not gonna do that, you're gonna be medicated for the rest of your life. Like, that's not always the truth. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, um, take it from me, I've been there, I've done that. 
a lot of times it's just eating well, resting, taking care of your body. And I can help you through that process. Understand that it is a process. It's not an overnight fix. There's going to be good days. There's going to be bad days. That's just part of the walk, the journey mm-hmm. and, and healing and getting stronger. But, you know, I'm there to provide that safe place, you know, that personal relationship, whether it's spiritually, mentally, physically, or emotionally, that's, I'm, it's just the total package, mm-hmm. you know? And so uh, I just want to help people. That's all I want to do. I just want to help people. All right. And where can they find you? You can find me at robdeckerspeaks.com. Um, that's more of my global speaking platform. But within that page, you'll find Kingdom Fit. There's mm-hmm. an email. You can email me a place where you can email me in there. And then I have my Instagram account, which is Decker underscore Rob. And then I have uh, Facebook, which is Rob Decker. Mm-hmm. And so I'm super easy to get a hold of. Anyone that's tried to get a hold of me has been able to get a hold of me. So. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> that you know of. Yeah, that this is true. This is true. Yeah. Well, all right. Uh, this has been the Colorado Springs Business Podcast, and we will see you guys in the next episode.